Do you consider race and discussions of race to be irrelevant to certain spaces and topics? If so, today's review may spark your curiosity. Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Jana, also known as Yana, and today I'm reviewing How to Be an Anti-Racist, written and read by Ibram X. Kendi. When How to Be an Anti-Racist was published last year, Afua Hirsch reviewed it in The Guardian as a powerful memoir and political guide with a brilliantly simple argument. We are either racist or anti-racist. There is nothing in between. Kendi says, quote, Racist and anti-racist are like peelable name tags based on what someone is doing or not doing, supporting or expressing in each moment, unquote. I agree that this definition is helpful in how readers can reframe actions and interpretations. And what I most appreciate about this audiobook is just how carefully Kendi ties his own experiences to different forms of racism, which he sums up beautifully as, quote, My journey to being an anti-racist first recognized the intersectionality of my ethnic racism, then my bodily racism, then my cultural racism then my color racism, then my class racism. And then, when I entered graduate school, my gendered racism and queer racism, unquote. These are a lot of layers to peel back, but I think most audiobook fans will appreciate Kendi's concise style and clear stance, especially with examples of segregationist versus assimilationist racist views. He argues that the most threatening racist movement is not the alt-right's unlikely drive for a white ethnostate, but the regular American drive for a race-neutral one. Kendi also highlights that the construct of race neutrality actually feeds white nationalist victimhood, which opposes affirmative action programs and the like. Kendi's chapters each focus on specific forms or manifestations of racism, and he defines what racism and anti-racism mean in each case, which is very helpful. One of the most illuminating arguments for me personally was Kendi's discussion about racialized spaces, the end of enforced racial segregation in the United States, is frequently celebrated and praised as a progressive achievement in furthering equality or equity across racial lines. But here, Kendi highlights the real disparity in equal access to resources, not access to white spaces. Kendi points out that even Martin Luther King Jr. privately disagreed with the school integration approach although he did support integration on vehicles and other public spaces. Kendi adds that King's worst fears came to pass when, quote, Today, non-white students fill most of the seats in public school classrooms, but are taught by an 80% white teaching force, which has often, however unconsciously, lower expectations for non-white students, unquote. Kendi also explains how over time, integration into whiteness became synonymous with racial progress, 
while black spaces were considered unsafe and inferior. Perhaps the most damning example of this is the idea of the dangerous black neighborhood, which is powerfully misleading. Kendi says that many, quote, stigmatize black neighborhoods as crime-ridden streets where you might have your wallet stolen, but at the same time aspire to move into upscale white neighborhoods, home to white-collar criminals and banksters, as Tom Hartman calls them, who might steal your life savings. Americans lost trillions during the Great Recession, which was largely triggered by financial crimes of staggering enormity. Unquote. It's worth mentioning here for non-American listeners that Kendi's examples are nearly always American. So even though his ideas and theories apply broadly beyond the United States, the specific policies and movements he refers to are American. Also, Kendi uses the term racist sometimes where others might use the word prejudiced. And here I'm thinking specifically about Robin D'Angelo, who differentiates these terms. Finally, I'm encouraged to hear Kendi's discussion on gendered racism and queer racism, which are often overlooked in discussions about racism. But these are crucial. Kendi paraphrases the ideas of black feminists like Angela Davis and Bell Hooks when he says, quote, when humanity becomes serious about the freedom of black women, humanity becomes serious about the freedom of humanity, unquote. This is a timely and powerful listen, and Kendi's honesty in his own journey as a racist to an anti-racist is poignantly amplified by his recent struggle with cancer while writing this book. Ultimately, he serves as both a relatable example of someone who has lived and learned from racist ideas and as someone with practical guidance on how to become more anti-racist. I hope you'll listen to this or read this book and tell me what you think. That's all for this episode of Audiobook Reviews in 5, and thanks for listening. I look forward to checking in with you all again soon. Please stay safe and be well. 